This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, but that's wholly immaterial. What is of greater import are my co-hosts. Say hello to Irisa Maparn. Hi, me. Bring your microphone closer there. Oh, sorry. That's sorry. okay. My bad. <laughs> I should have checked that before we... I, I have this checklist at the top. I always forget to do it. Okay. Uh, Casey McCleary, hi. I left my coffee at the hospital. Oh, it's probably all contaminated. Mark Mubarak. I've missed you, Dave. Oh, I've missed you too. And newbie Johnny Henstrom. That's right. First time for everything. Johnny. I trust people by the name of Johnny. <laughs> Glad to hear it. There's something about the name Johnny... Johnny, I trust you because of your name, Johnny. I don't know if you're a trustworthy person or not. It's your first time on the show. We've sort of, you know, passing ships in the night in the hallway kind of thing. But I'm happy that you're here because because you seem so trustworthy. Well, thank you. My uh, my mom used to call me Honest John, so hopefully that counts for something. Oh, really? There you go. She was indoctrinating you. She was <laughs> cleverly cleverly making you into an honest person. I don't believe you. That's true, though. My first nickname. You could have made that up. Yeah. We'll call his mom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's verify. Um, you know, it, the thing that puzzles me is it's been almost a whole year of medical school, and it's only now that you're joining us on the show. What changed for you? What? I think it was when you came to Flocks and gave us a little intro to the Short Code podcast. That was only like a few months ago. And then I tried to get on before spring break. And all the shows were full. And then I think this is just personal preference. I just don't like to do it right before a test. Because we had a test on Friday. <laughs> there's always so. a test. Yeah. So this test. week there's not. All right. Thankfully there's an opening. Well, I'm glad you finally pulled the trigger on what could be the best thing ever to happen to you and our podcast listeners. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Exciting. You guys, this week in an effort, I find this very interesting. So I, I, t- I mentioned this briefly in the last show. Um, and uh, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I do want to I do want to speculate about this new idea. Uh, lawmakers in California, Alaska, and the U.S. Congress are considering taxing prescription opioids and using the revenue to fund addiction treatment and prevention programs. So this is not a direct consumer tax, but a tax on manufacturers and wholesalers. Um, in California and Alaska, anyway, it'd be one cent per milligram. Um, do you, is this a, you think this is a good idea? I feel that it's, that's not technically the root, the root of the problem, is it? The root oh. of the problem, yes. No, go, go, oh, go. Isn't, agreeing. Oh, yeah. I go. just, I feel like the root of the problem is like more like, is both dependence on the patient population and usage of opioids, like to, like just how much is prescribed and especially for what reasons. Like, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, but right now I think that the main indication for opioid is cancer-related pain. Mm-hmm. Not chronic pain, not neuropathic pain, but I see it. Is that true? 
Yeah. I think yeah. it is. And then it's acute, the new standard. There's like yeah. some limited acute cases. Yeah. <laughs> limited, and burn. Super limited. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Burn patients. So there, there are some, but chronic pain and neuropathic pain are not actually good indications. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have a lot of support to work with those, and the rates of dependence are much higher. Yeah. So that's why I feel that targeting the manufacturers in this case, this is going to be the one or rare case where I say targeting the companies isn't <laughs> king the root of the problem. Yeah. I think the idea, I, I guess, would be that if the price goes up, then insurance would be less willing to pay for it. I mean, maybe that that's the, maybe that's the sense. idea. And then, and then doctors wouldn't be able to prescribe it as much. But I feel like there's also the risk, if that happens, like a pretty significant risk of people who need them being less able to get them. Hmm. But, I mean, and I don't know what a one cent per milligram would like add up to ultimately because... I just can't even imagine what what that would okay. be like on a national scale, but I think I feel like that would be the concern. So, what, how much is a what, what would you say a medium dose of medium op- dose of opioids? Well, or, a, or I guess I should be more specific. Yeah, it depends significantly because like, cause like or, oxycontin, there's orders of magnitude. Yeah. you know, between let's say morphine and fentanyl. Yeah, yeah, you should probably so not a, give the same odd, dose of those. Is gonna. It's an odd way to tax it, even. Yeah. Uh, Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, or Pharma. Big Pharma. (laughs) That's their acronym. Oh, that's great. I don't think it's well chosen, but that's a good (laughs) one. That's an acronym. Uh, They oppose the idea in California because they say their industry is already overburdened with taxes and that we should seek a more comprehensive solution. Well, I guess what I initially thought about it was, well, um, you know, you're, you're getting money from the manufacturers and you're putting that money towards... Um, addiction treatment, prevention, maybe research. I mean, assume if the, to the extent that that's part of treatment and and uh, and prevention, um, that can't be bad. Have they done this in other? So there's precedence for something similar. Um, so back when vaccines were causing injury in terms of like significant fevers, seizures, things like that, um, they started a. I want to say it's also a cent per certain milligram dosage for MMR and a couple other ones, and that's been put into an insurance pool hmm. for families that do get injured by those hmm. super oh. rare instances. That's been mm-hmm. spun into a bunch of different things, but there's hmm. precedence in the sense of like, we need to do, uh, you know, ins- kind of an insurance or hedging against the small percentage of individuals that will be harmed. My thing is with prescription opiates, it's not like an intended side effect. What they're trying to well, it's not really for vaccines either. Well, I'm not saying intended. That's <laughs> uh, a poor word. I mean, it's not a uh, expected side effect. Addiction, you know what I mean? Like I the it should be. It's, it's but that's prescriber. Oh. It's prescriber driven. Oh yeah. See I what see I'm what saying? Uh-huh. So if someone gets addicted to prescribed medication, there was a failing on the part of the prescriber, versus like any other type of addiction treatment doesn't necessarily involve the prescriber. Or any other. So it's just an odd. Inter- it's an odd way to. Well, tie those I, things together. I think this is, um, this, I mean, this is an example of using a market force to, or an economic force, I guess, would be better to to influence a public a, 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 a public health issue. And I'm not really sure hmm. that uh, I'm not really sure how well those have worked in the past. Although, like you say, there's precedent. I mean, I mean, I know that they're considering. Um, you know, taxing uh, uh, sugar-sweetened beverages. We talked about that on the last show, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and wait, but I don't think we know whether that yeah, has uh, yeah. had the intended effect That's yet. kind of like yeah. more of a, uh, like, 
there's no need for sugar sweetened beverages. There yeah. is a need for opiates. Yeah. So that's a weird. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because well, I was thinking um, for like cigarettes and alcohol. You know, there's a sin tax, <laughs> um, is what they're called, and I, it, it it it's sort of reminiscent of those, except that you have the weird middleman of insurance and of a prescriber and of like a population with legitimate need of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's it's a really weird situation. Like, I'm not entirely opposed to using market forces to try to influence public health. I think it's just got to be done really mm-hmm. carefully. And I I don't know. I I don't know enough about economics to know if this is the way to do it. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about economics either. I mean, if I knew anything about business, I probably wouldn't be sitting in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's a bad business yeah. podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Which is too bad because medicine is kind of a business, son, yeah. for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I generally think it's for worse, but that's just me. <laughs> that's a really interesting. Yeah, but I think that like that. yeah, I think that it's not going to be a bad thing. It's not going to be a ruinous thing per se if they instituted this tax. But I just th- I just think that there's always a temptation to end it here as a, like a cure all, saying okay, yeah. here's what we're doing. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Whereas this is obviously not going to be enough. It's not adequate to fully address all the problems that are causing this opioid epidemic in the first place. Sure, and I think I, I think that's human nature is to go okay, well let's try this and see if this is the magic bullet instead of. Let's try a bunch doing the of more stuff. doing the more yeah. difficult work of of combining approaches and and looking for uh, solutions that that complement each other and mm-hmm. all that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll have the this is under all under consideration. It may or may not happen. Uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, I, I was considering uh, several other news stories today. Including that uh, to talk about, including that of a doctor accused of genital mutilation in Detroit oh, I heard of, that. of oh, the girls of two families brought to them uh, to her for that purpose. Oh, dear. But that's a really emotionally charged topic. I just decided I didn't want to talk about that. That sounds sad. As worthy yeah. as it would be to talk about that and how horrifying that is. Let's talk about something else. Uh, I decided to go with this one instead. A medical student approaching the end of his training in the India city of Nagpur found himself delivering a breech baby on the train and was able to communicate with senior physicians to get help using WhatsApp, which Hmm. to me says social media. Awesome. Go for it. The patient was heavily bleeding when family members pulled the chain to stop the train, which I don't know. I've, I've not been on a train, but I don't think they have those chains anymore in America, probably. They have them on buses. Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> I think that's something quite different. Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> yeah. Do you we don't have I, trains in America. Give me a break. Do you remember in the cartoons... I'm not cold. In, in the cartoons, when the, they're on the train and they pull the cord, like, the train screeches to a halt. It's like it activated the brakes all by itself. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was how it actually worked. I don't really think that's true. I don't that think seems I, very I dangerous. It probably just notifies the conductor. Yeah, that, that seems very true. So if you're still under the impression that pulling that chain will immediately activate the brakes and bring everything to a screaming halt. Rest assured, I'm pretty sure that's not the case, although I don't really know. Let's not test that. <laughs> I don't know. I've been on a train like twice in my life. The, the, <laughs> to be fair, it was pretty cool. So they pulled the chain. The conductors made a pass through the chain looking for a doctor and student, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, Vip, so sorry if you're listening, Vipin Kadze uh, didn't say anything, thinking that they uh, would probably find a real doctor <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, but when they passed through a second time, he, he felt obligated to volunteer. The baby's shoulder was presenting instead of its head. Uh, so he uploaded a photo to a group of doctors on WhatsApp, which probably would be 
HIPAA violation. HIPAA violation if he was in the hospital, <laughs> oh, yeah. but maybe he what? Maybe that doesn't apply if he's not in a hospital. Passengers uh, left the compartment so it could be converted into a makeshift delivery room. This is the part I... Now we're getting into stuff I, I'm not quite sure I understand. There was also a midwife on the train. So I don't know why she, what, took, what took her so long. Yeah, right. Um, in the end, a healthy baby boy was born and the new parents were checked out by a railway doctor and then allowed to continue on to their destination <laughs> with some medication. Wait, where did a railway doctor come from? What <laughs> they, was he standing this whole time? <laughs> they have railway doctors in India, apparently. There are railway doctors. What? They, I think they proceeded to the station. Oh, okay. And uh, eventually a doctor like got on board. Like to the Right. Huh. They okay. got the two-person, you I know, just... seesaw type thing. They have to rush <laughs> 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 like, like Takes them a while. Oh, my God. I just watched that. Like, last night, I watched I Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Accompanied so. by, by yeah, hopefully no, I've been some... it all day. It's a problem. <laughs> accompanied, hopefully, some, by some old-timey piano yeah. music. Furious piano yeah. playing. Yeah. And an old man on a banjo. Yeah, absolutely. Is this a thing in India? No. <laughs> I don't imagine old men on banjos in India. Uh, but I could be wrong. Well, I just love the idea that they were like, they were like, okay, well, baby's out. On your way. Goodbye. Here's some medication. Yeah. <laughs> on your way to wherever you are going. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, do you guys, so uh, what, what made me, the thing I wanted to ask you guys was, do you guys ever, like, tell me the truth. Do you guys ever fantasize about helping out during a medical emergency and being the hero? Okay, that's totally part of why I came to med school. Um, well, I, just, I just like I hate being in an emergency situation and like wanting to help and not being able to help. You know, just the, that situation where like, okay, Does I would help. Does this happen to you often? Well, <laughs> uh, or do no, you but create like, these emergencies? It's more no, it's more like the idea of okay. of if something happens, I don't like the feeling of being just like. If I help, I'm just going to be in the way. Okay. I want to know what to do and, like, be a person that can actually contribute to the situation. Fair enough. Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety, and, and most of my fantasies, fantasies about that end in me screwing up, everyone dying, me getting kicked out of medical school, being sued. Every the entire day train and, is dead. And dying in Guantanamo Bay. Oh. That's how most of my fantasies end, so. All the passengers died because of medical stu- student Arisa's yeah. work. Yeah, and oh, I no, get, can discuss it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and we will. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, but that's my personality, and that's how most of my fantasies end. So. Sure. I gotta say that I feel like the media nowadays portrays those situations as so common. And for me, it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, that's definitely a fantasy, but how likely is it that I'm going to be on that train? Um, there has been somebody, somebody in my class that happened to on an airplane. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, was... no, it's, it's those type of things. Yeah. Like on the airplane, I would love to be able to know what I'm doing so, right? I, could, so I could help. So I could happened, to, happened to Keenan. But... Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. what about you? Did you... No, nah, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> Somehow I knew that. You don't have a little emergency med in your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I worked on an ambulance for like six years, but I just like, <laughs> oh. I mean, oh, I just, like, you know, things are happening. Oh. No, it's not like, a, oh, I've oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. No, not at all. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. What I'm saying is just like, if there's things happening and there's nobody else, I'm more than happy to help. If there's other people, oh, yeah. by all means, there's a system. Yeah, yeah. I'm just oh, going to rock sure. the boat. I don't think I would jump in. You do you. Yeah. If there's like an actual doctor bouncing around, you know. Do you want to hear something funny? Here's a better option. So, of course, I'm not in med school. Never have been in med school. Never have been in a position to be trusted with anything medical. <laughs> Until I was, people however, write in and tell you to apply next year. I was, <laughs> I was however, um, a bus driver and, uh, in another life and a bus trainer and all that kind of stuff. You train bus driving trainers. You train buses? buses? Like, Sorry, I did not. Train. Buses to greener <laughs> yeah. pastures. Bus driving trainer. 
and uh, I did on occasion think it would be interesting if like the bus driver and I also took buses you know from you know like Greyhound buses and stuff and uh, I also I often thought it would be interesting if the driver had some sort of stroke and I'd be like don't worry everybody I'm a bus driver I'll take <laughs> I got this I'll take this I'll land this bus <laughs> we'll take you to a des- your destination those fantasy yeah. situations and by god we'll get there on time <laughs> No You're day. the hero everyone needs, Dave. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, look, what, uh, Irisa, you... Uh, yeah, she's like, hi, I'm awake now. Uh, we put some art up on the wall this week <gasps> that I am so pleased we could put up on the wall okay so i'm really pleased too and thank you so much for putting it up you're welcome all right so we're all complimenting it while you were in the little podcaster's room we moved into this building this is if you've never been to the carver college of medicine it's it's kind of a it's a modern you know fancy nice building um when we first moved in the walls were completely bare and we were told that we were not allowed to hang art um, because it would compromise the vision of the architect and no dancing in the halls. Yes. <laughs> no smiling. And yeah, it was no people. People compromise his vision. Building must remain empty. It was weird. And the the, the so now we are in the writing and humanities program. Um, and uh, back then, Margaret, who's my boss, um, really wanted to put art up on the walls. And finally, one of the deans was just like, and, and Kim F. Gray was the dean before uh, our current dean, Chris Cooper. Uh, she was the dean. And she just said, just start putting it up on the walls. Just put it up. And so we started hanging. And we, we didn't know where we were going to get art. So we were like, well, let's have lunchtime art things. And, and so we started hanging up art on the walls. And lo and behold, and I think we knew this, but lo and behold, it turns out that medical students actually uh, have lives, outside, have of lives outside of medicine and studying. And some of them are indeed artists. And so... We have one. We here. we mm-hmm. have we have now you know Jeez. like sixteen fifteen years later we have uh, you know art on the walls all of it generated by students in one way or another and and so anyway uh, I, I saw some art of Iris's on Facebook and I said wow we got to put some some of your work up on the walls and f- not too much longer later she showed uh, she sent me a picture and I was like well yeah we got to put that up it's amazing tell tell us about your the art that you that we hung. Oh well, that, um, the piece is titled "High Noon." Um, I used to, um, I drew it out on a sketch. I put it, I drew it out, rendered it in black and white, and then added colors in Photoshop. I think a lot of people have misconceptions of Photoshop. Like you can click and then the art will appear. That's <laughs> yeah. completely that's completely false. Oh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, you still need it. You still need to draw. And you still need to paint everything on. It's just like using traditional media like oil pastels except for that you don't have to inhale chemicals and stuff like yeah. that yeah and you don't have to clean it's up like, afterwards unless you're yep. doing it wrong digital yep. painting yeah right. it's, yeah exactly yeah. that just digital Whoa. painting so um it's not like you can just click a photoshop or paste something <laughs> in and art magically appears the computer no, does not tried. do anything <laughs> can yeah. i um, photoshop is impossible to use if you don't know how to use it like it can do a million <laughs> things but it also has a million buttons and it's oh really God. overwhelming i just want to crop and make it sepia crop it and and even I don't take advantage of Photoshop's features. Nobody I only, does. Yeah, I only use the brush feature and the eraser feature, and that's about all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an old school. 
I, 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 can I use it as the, the cover for this episode? Oh, of course. I, I would be really happy for that. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, what yes. I like about it is that I didn't realize, but apparently it has a, it's a video game theme. Risa, <laughs> <laughs> no. Irisa, yes. Irisa, hi, Noon. Um, I've, I've heard, I've heard a lot about this. I've heard a lot about oh this. Um, it's, it's a, from a game called Overwatch. Yes. And uh, it features a. Um, I'm going to st- try to describe this. It is there's a there in the background, silhouetted by the sun. There is a ninja, a depressed one, a depressed ninja. Yes. I didn't realize uh, there's a depressed <laughs> ninja crouching down in it. Is he holding a PHQ nine? No, he's holding a traditional bow that was given to him by his family before he ran away because he killed his brother. But, oh, oh, no wonder he's depressed. Yeah, no, he's depressed for a lot of reasons. That's like the big reasons. And and, and in the foreground, there is a a cowboy or maybe mm-hmm. a, a... He's a cowboy. A cowboy, and he's looking back towards us mm-hmm. in the uh, in the thing. And uh, and then in in the background, there's some there's some birds flying around in this. It's just pretty cool. I like it. Um I've not heard anybody say this is horrible, so good job there. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. I'm really to have it up. Like, I'm I'm always I'm always glad to draw, and I'm happy to do anything for school. What you were saying about it compromises the architect's vision. <laughs> oh god, about hanging art up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys have been following at all there was that story about the guy that did the charging bowl sculpture oh, oh yeah in new york and then somebody put a fearless girl in front of it and now he's like all he's all like pissed off vision. about it man, man, man now it looks like wall street people are jerks and imagine like yeah well, i wonder why she put it there well look you know the, what's great about this story is that apparently the the original mm-hmm. sculptor of the bull yeah he installed it in the middle of the night without permission as a right statement right just like the statue and yeah. then he's complaining that someone else installed a p- sculpture in the middle of the night and it without his permission yeah get <laughs> all, all butt hurt it's a yeah. i think it's a great it's. I think it's. I think it's a, a perfectly magical idea to have done this. It's awesome. Um, lots of people find it to be a very. It's very popular um, as a sort of a feminist symbol, and also is just kind of a fun little play yeah. on uh, yeah. of one art piece against another. Yeah. One thing that I thought. Trying, that, you know, like yeah. the, the problem I have with with his with his situation is. It, with this original artist is like try not to take yourself so seriously, guy. Yeah. Like, what's the matter with you? How? What? What? What event in your childhood made you so uh, self-important? <laughs> I thought that as an artist, you would understand that everyone's oh. art is a self-evolving thing. It it's smells a, like privilege. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that's privilege right there. Well, no, I is it anywhere? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. wait, it's bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, uh, to some extent, guys, let's move on. To some extent... <laughs> Uh, guys, medical school is a long improvisational act. Sometimes comical, sometimes not so much. Oh, For pretending it, like you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, faking it till you make it, right? Do you guys all improv? Do you guys do you guys sympathize with this or, or empathize with this uh, idea at all? You have to. You guys, uh, you, uh, I recently took. Viewers can't see this, but I'm shaking my head, smiling with a very sad expression on my face. Yeah, Johnny, yeah. you did uh, PE skills this week. I did, actually, uh, yes. which involves which involved some of that. Uh, he went to a gym. lot of that. He went to gym class. Oh, sorry. Did you play dodgeball. Physical exam. <laughs> Physical exam. We should me. clarify. Yeah, we yeah. should. We should play dodgeball. But uh, right now, no, well, uh, get up, girl, with the, the mic. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. So you had to do a little bit of uh, a little improv, and Casey and and Mark 
and I think Irisa, you've done uh, work with uh, 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 standardized patients mm-hmm. yep. for for um, what do you call it? <laughs> I, I don't need to know how to talk to be a podcaster. By the way, <laughs> that's, that's a common misconception. <laughs> no, it's, make up an acronym. I'm sure you'll write sometime. It'll right, something. Yeah. So, so you guys have to do. So, as part of these activities, you have to, to some extent, improvise, if not to a complete extent. Um, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Good. I say that so that you will agree with me, and then I'll say. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't sort say. of a leading question. Um, <laughs> did you uh, did you ever get into? Did you ever find problems with that? Um, with that sort of improvisational routine that you have to do for uh, the fake patients. It'll be I'm not supposed to, to call see. them fake patients, by the way. Not for SPs, but for real patients, yes, I have run into many problems and many difficulties. <laughs> I was going to say, it'll be interesting to see how it translates over real patients. Yeah, it's, it's really it's weird doing it with the sim patients because they either don't have, like, real exam findings or they'll have, like, I don't know, for the for the obstetrics one, the lady has on, like, a big fake pregnancy <laughs> belly and you have to, like, do a physical exam on her, like, big pillow belly oh, and what? it's just mm-hmm. super awkward. <laughs> Yeah, but I but I think that for the situation is it's it's the best that can happen. So I mean, it's the best oh, that we can do sure. the show. For and sure. I like I love these SPs. They each and every one of them deserves an Oscar. <laughs> they're they're really good at what they, they are. Really good. Yeah. They are good. They train um, a lot. Students students love doing these uh, standardized patient assessments. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's true, but it, it's all for a good cause, I guess. I mean, it helps you prepare for uh, for step. Two. Nope. Mm-hmm. And undeniably, it does help you prepare for a real patient. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not a real thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, the, even the speed and pacing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step two CS, yeah. which is questionable whether we should even have to take it or not, or if it's just a money-making <laughs> yeah. mechanism. Well, money, money, money. We, money is important, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love money. Well, today, we're going to see how well you can improv. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we're gonna be on a, you guys are going to be on a medical soap opera today. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, give it to me. Wait, who's my love interest? Who's my love interest? Me. Okay. This is... <laughs> Rob, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hand out some roles here. Uh, let's see. Mark, <laughs> oh, no. you are the attending uh. on surgical rounds. Oh, dear. Oh, we're on oh, surgery, shit. huh? Listeners, I'll just jump in here to say that uh, Mark, as the attending does things that attendings do and act as attendings act, but he recently had a nose job and he is super pleased with it. And he is terribly vain. Casey? <laughs> I did not have I've a never good. been here, so this will be good. I did not have a good surgery. This will be very improv. Casey and Arisa are medical students. Casey has foreign accent syndrome and she also has amnesia. Irisa has grave concerns, medically speaking, about her vain attending's new nose job. And because he has a reputation for flaying students who don't speak up when they see problems, she is definitely conflicted. Johnny, you are a patient. You get... I am the patient. For some reason, Johnny will do anything to escape the attending's notice or answer his questions because he's afraid and he knows nothing about medicine. I've given you some bits of paper with some information about your roles. Uh, in the end, you will all uh, try to guess the details of the roles. <laughs> Ooh, it's the, like, it's like whose line? That oh the God, others are playing. This. Above all else, this is very important because this sometimes happens uh, when we try these things. You are to stay in character. You are not to break character. Even if you have no idea what's going on, you just have to go with it. Yes, sir. Okay, wow. Hmm. She said yes, sir. Obedient medical oh, uh, student, right? There. No, I just came out of I just came out of rotation. <laughs> I feel so right. No, I feel so powerful. <laughs> you have that mode of speaking. Yes, sir. Oh, oh I'd okay. love to do that. 
<laughs> That's my go-to phrase. I'll give you. Sounds great. I'll give you occasional stage directions, but but okay. you know we'll we'll keep those uh, we'll keep those to a minimum. Uh, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. The opening opening theme music of our soap opera. Yeah. I don't think this says hospital to me, but it's general <laughs> hospital theme music. Hopefully I won't get some sort of copyright strike. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of our soap opera? General Hayes Patrol. As in hazing. That's the joke. General Hayes Patrol. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Um, uh, Mark. Attending Mark, Arisa, uh, and Casey are standing in the hallway outside the patient's room discussing things that people on rounds discuss. Go. All right. We're running late, so let's move quickly. <laughs> Who knows about this guy here? Well, uh, we got this. Um, we got this uh, patient. He's a sixty-five-year-old mm-hmm. uh, man, and he's he's uh, he's got some uh, like a heart failure. Uh, and he oh oh, yeah, oh god, I just looked this up. I just looked this up. Uh, uh, he's on uh, some furosemide. <laughs> and what are we doing for him? Oh wait, his father's uh, well, a livestock farmer. And yes. his, yeah, his father's yes. a livestock farmer. He's from Cedar Rapids. And his and father died of a heart attack. Okay, we're yeah, gonna, yeah. Let's, let's all stop. We're going to have to slow down. His adopted right. children have Down syndrome. I, I only have two ears, <laughs> two eyes, one nose. He broke an arm. Once I need one person to talk and let me know what's going on. Well, I don't mean to be nosy, but... <laughs> um, But... What do you think's going on, Doctor? We, we really do defer to you. We're, we're really glad to know whatever you, um, whatever you what like to teach us, whatever you think is important. We respect you, like, Well, you're right. So I, do, I, do know, I do know a lot, so I like to do things in front of the yeah, patients and talk with them, so... Yeah, that guy, Let's go ahead and head in the room. They go, let's introduce ourselves. Yes, they go inside the patient's room where they find the patient, Johnny, waiting for them. Hello. Hi, Johnny. My name's Mark. I'm the attending. We'll be... Performing your surgery today. I have oh, my wow. two medical students here. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Arisa. I'm a medical student. Hi, Arisa. Hi. I'm I'm a Casey, and I, I he's having surgery today. Did not think he was having surgery. She turned. Wait, he's having surgery. Hi, Casey. No. Hi. Nice to meet both of you. I'm an M2. <laughs> I'm an M1. I don't know why I'm here. Well, I don't, I don't know, know if you can tell, here. but uh, I am one of the best. So. But he's Don't good. worry. Yeah, about he's it. the best. He's good. He always We're gonna knows take care what of you. About. We're gonna fix you up. He smells out every I problem. I can smell whatever's going on. If you haven't noticed, I'm also very <laughs> good at what I do. The <laughs> he, only he thing that surpasses during surgery, my so he can smell where the problem is. Is my great looks. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be sexual assaulted towards you. I don't mean that. I, I mean that. I, I don't mean it in that way. Please, it's a, please it's don't okay, Aries. me up. It's okay, Aries. So, Arisa and Casey, what, yes. what's, what's going to happen today to me? Um, uh, we're well, going to call anesthesiology and they'll tell you. Well, we're going to... Sh- <laughs> we're- we're going to shove a tube down your throat and then we're going to rip your chest open. We're going to move some veins around um, and then we go squish it all back together sew you up like a rap, rag doll yes. yeah watch me first we're gonna do a thoracotomy probably lateral maybe we'll do a vertical incision if we need to and then by that t- this whole time we're gonna be giving you prophylactic antibiotics just in case not because you have an infection already but just because we want to prevent any infections like what they actually mean by all those <laughs> things is they're gonna watch and i'm gonna do everything <laughs> 
I will because hold I'm really your a legs. one man team. This is just kind of. I will hold your fat rolls. Of fans. I hope to be my my fat rolls. Oh, do you have any concerns as we go in? The fat roll holder. Well, what should I be concerned? about? You shouldn't be concerned about anything. It was a rhetorical question. Please don't interrupt me when I speak. If there's blood loss, then you won't. There won't be blood loss. You won't have. Actually, you'll come out net positive in blood. Don't ask how. (laughs) We have our ways. I'll go get consent form right now. That's right. Oh, that's good. Go ahead and grab that. I need to sign that. Yeah, yes, please sign the paper. Here okay. you go. I'm going to need a couple signatures, Johnny. Go ahead and sign here. <laughs> well, basically, what does it mean? Oh, okay, you already signed it. Okay, then yeah. we don't need to explain no, it. No, I don't need to read through it. I <laughs> just have. I just trust you. It's Arisa, trust. In okay, case. We'll when you have a face like this, people don't need to read. All they need to do is see. <laughs> yep, they definitely do see, and I can definitely see why they see. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I would, I would like to know, are, are you having any, uh, any pain at all? I have pain everywhere. Okay. And um, any difficulty breathing? Yeah. No, not you. I meant attending. Do you have any difficulty breathing? I just want to make sure. Just, just to make sure beforehand. No. Why, why would I have difficulty breathing? Oh, no reason. No. I just want to make sure you're in tip-top shape so that you can just show us how do how how professionals do it, how this is done. Are you gonna be able to practice today, Casey? Uh, yeah, well, yes. Oh, I'm. I, well, not. Practice ex- exactly. I mean, well, medicine is a practice. Well, we just—I'm the practice at holding the fat. Mm. <laughs> well, no, we just stand in the background. We hold things and like we get things and like we scratch his. No, I mean, we scratched. What was We that? get him whatever he needs. Like any retractors. I think you've noticed something about me. Nose, <laughs> nose, and haven't noticed anything. Haven't noticed anything. No, sir. Are you sure. Uh huh. In fact, you know that. In fact, something I want to discuss with you is that the reason that we need to have anesthesia is that all people are so different, and humanity just is across this wonderful, wonderful spectrum, and everyone is so beautiful in their own unique way. Hey, did y'all see his vital signs? Cause they're um, they don't look so good. Hey, why is the sodium one twenty? Is he just he hooked up? Is he hooked up? Oh, sorry, it's on my finger. Sorry. No, oh, you're tachycardic. Why is your sodium one twenty? Oh, mom. Um, because, I don't know, I just drank a whole lot of water so I could go before the surgery, so I don't need to go during the oh, surgery. sweetie, did you get that needle stick card? Oh, I must have eaten it. Oh. I got really nervous. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. It's okay, I trust both you medical students. Oh, thank yeah. you. I am greatly honored, but I let you mind that I'm an M2 and I only just got an MOHD. Oh, that's good, that's yes. good. Then the doctor can teach I you don't how know to do anything. Same, right? It's all right. You don't Mark, even know a thing. I'm pretty sure of that. We're gonna have um, we're gonna have you all prep for surgery. We'll take care of all of it. Don't worry. I'm the best. Mark, Casey, and Arisa leave the room to discuss Johnny's ailment. Oh God, we didn't actually ask him anything. Oh, no, <laughs> I was too busy looking at his vital signs and his epic thing and everything and his okay. family history. Okay, Mark, Iri- Mark, Irisa, and Casey, realizing the error of their ways, go back into the room <laughs> to talk to Johnny. Johnny, we were just discussing the uh, operation. Uh, I, I was wondering a little bit of clarification. Can you, uh, you know, just we Would like to do the best job here. Can you point to the spot where you'll be? <laughs> Tell us surgery? what you're here yeah. for. Well, Casey, I'm I'm here for my heart. Here for it's in heart. pretty bad shape. Okay. okay. That's basically what's all the, all they tell me. What's so. your understanding at this point? Just that it's in bad shape? Well, as a patient, I don't really know anything. So I... How does this make you feel? How is this impacting your life? You know, it's really a downer. I'm sorry. I can't that must be really hard. That must be really hard. Okay. It I'm is. I'm so it sorry. Is. But my, you have the pain is everywhere. It is. It's everywhere. It is. My heart is... 
dysfunctional and the pain is all throughout my body it's very hard to take care of my two adopted down syndrome child oh. Children. Oh, yes I imagine yes. yes yes and how old are they five and 15 oh, okay and yeah. they go to school yes what do they like to do uh, they're in a school yes oh, yes good good, good. You feel like we've bonded? I feel like we've bonded. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that, uh, like yeah, I feel comfortable talking with good. you, Casey. Thank you. We have good rapport. So have you had any any uh, sexual encounters outside your marriage? Well, no, no, not recently. Okay, okay. And you, then any history of, of sexual... We, we got to slow down, not, not, not recently. Oh. What's, what, I feel like there's a story brewing here. Haven't, haven't had any outside. Well, I am 65, so it's been a... It's been a long time, but um. Oh, they're there, sweetie. <laughs> it's okay. <I>, what's where? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly on Tinder. We need to acknowledge that you, as an elderly person, still have your sexual needs and dignity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Especially your dignity. <laughs> I and do. Your independence. You should probably tell my wife that. We won't tell your wife everything. I'm sorry, but that's a HIPAA violation. We can't talk to your wife at all. Sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark, Mark, Casey, and Iris leave the room to discuss uh, Johnny's ailment. Hopefully one of them has a diagnosis. So Uh, clearly this guy has nothing wrong with him. He's a little heartbroken. I think that's all that's wrong. So here's my game plan, guys. Trust me. I was looking at him. He's 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 got a bad, bad kind of love life. I think he just needs, needs some surgery make him better looking more attractive to his wife oh that's our plan okay oh. i don't know if you guys have noticed but uh i kind of know a bit about these things i, so are you I got a good nose for uh sniffing out plastic surgeon or urologist um well just just a surgeon general oh, surgery okay. oh, general surgery okay. i do it all okay. all right and scene wait I, I, I gotta play the closing music <laughs> forgot about that Wait, no one's had an affair yet. <laughs> Wait. Wait, let's make out Casey. Oh, my darling. Where's Facebook Live when you need it? That'll get us viewers. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm, I'm a little confused myself. I may have swapped roles accidentally. Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. between them two? Uh, between, I think, maybe... You, not, the, not the role, but the... The um, whether or not you were a med student or not, I can't remember. Does that mean that something I was seems the patient? Little, something seems a little I think I was off. the patient because mine had a. Ah, wait, 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 wait! Don't. don't, don't wait. Right. So, <laughs> so I don't. Did you have like just a like personality switching or just accents? <laughs> how long is this music gonna go on? <laughs> I don't know. How many people did we hire to work Play on the whole that. credits? <laughs> all right, all right. Mm. Uh, so what? Let's start with Mark's uh, situation. Can we guess what Mark's <laughs> situation is? Uh, let, let's let's not have Irisa mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> weigh in on this. I think he had like a really big nose or something. <laughs> I think he had a really big head. If you know what I mean. <gasps> Maybe yeah. he was a dog because dogs. <laughs> he was a dog tour because dogs smell things. <laughs> okay. A narcissistic dog, maybe. Yeah, narcissistic, a narcissistic yeah. dog. Very confident dog. That's that's no. That's. Oh. I mean, he was. I think it's fair to say he was a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a narcissist, but. But the nose, the sniffing. What yeah, what was, what was that? Um. Hmm. For her character, uh, Irisa knows the. She knows. Right. She knows. Oh. She knows. Oh. oh my. Okay. 
But that's that's why I'm not letting Arisa weigh in. But he, mm. <laughs> maybe he had some type of plastic surgery on his nose. Made him so good looking. Maybe, and we're like not supposed to talk about it. He did plastic surgery on himself, and it kind of looks like shit. But like, <laughs> nobody really wants to say anything, so we just keep complimenting him. I, I feel like that could all fit into character. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically yeah. Just got a nose job. Super uh, yes! vain. Uh, yeah. Super into myself. Uh-huh. I think I'm the best. Yeah. And I like the, I like the added detail. <laughs> like self performed. What's interesting about that is you kind of uh, Irisa. Mm-hmm. What does your what what uh, does don't tell don't talk about your character, but you know something about Mark. Hmm. He's super vain. He is has a reputation for students who don't speak up when they see problems, and he has a new nose job for of which he is obviously quite pleased. Hmm. But what's the problem with his nose job? There, are, I have grave medical concerns. Yes, <laughs> grave medical concerns. <laughs> what does that visible mean? medical like concerns? Medical, oh no, medical problems. <laughs> so it's like falling off of it's like sliding off of his face, Michael Jackson style. It reminds me. Have any of you guys seen the old Pink Panthers? Yeah. Um, yeah, you remember that one where he does his his own a makeup, one eye and then he has the nose falling off. It's <laughs> it's melting as he's talking. Yep. What do we think is uh, was Casey's situation? <laughs> this is what Dave not, ruined everything. No, no, I think it worked out well. Uh-huh. Well, she didn't really. I don't know if you really changed your personality. It was just your accent, world traveler. I don't know, or maybe you're the guy guy from Split or something. Nobody asked you where you were That's very I was, offensive. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would ask you where you were from. Where were you where were if they had asked you that, where would you have... I'm, I'm from Iowa. Oh. <laughs> interesting, interesting. The many faces of Iowa. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I was super confused by that one of just switching every single time. <laughs> I thought at first it was like Eastern European for a little bit. Maybe like Transylvanian, but then he also had some country thrown it's in very too. Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> but it, shall we? Do you re- know? Shall we reveal? Yeah, tell us. Okay, I have foreign accent syndrome, oh. <laughs> which I don't think is a thing, <laughs> except maybe if you like listen to Harry Potter and then you accidentally slip into a bad British accent for like nice. five minutes after, that, and then you feel like it's that is work. not that is not actually true. Foreign accent syndrome is that a real is thing? Is a thing. It's usually associated with uh, <gasps> stroke strokes. or trauma. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they, I think the prevailing theory is that um, it's because the neuro, whatever trauma took place compromised the movements in the mouth and throat and the and the the, the overall you know pharynx mm. and so uh, it makes people talk in a way often mm. they're mistaken for uh, Chinese. Um, but oh. there can be there can be other there could be other variations. But they're they're basically their mouths don't their mouths and tongue and stuff don't move correctly. Oh. And and we're the ones that that interpret it as a foreign accent. And well, looks like it. There you go. Yeah. Other other people go. Oh my god. Why am why is my loved one <laughs> talking in a foreign accent all of a sudden? Why is my husband <laughs> Dutch? Why there, is my husband Dutch? There was a there was an uh, there was an additional thing in there. Uh, um, also, I have amnesia and I don't know that I have a different <laughs> oh, accent. Nice. <laughs> all right. Oh no. Okay. All right, oh, that's pretty good. Arisa, what was uh, or, or let's let's discuss Arisa's role. Uh, what do we think was her situation? High anxiety, overzealous. <laughs> oh, I thought that the she brown noser. I thought she was like super flirty for a while, but <laughs> then I realized that that was not I, part of the character. I think that might just purpose. be a personal <laughs> problem <Wow>. there. <laughs> you asked me to make out with you twice. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, any any guesses uh, otherwise? Else, 
I mean, she seemed to be sucking up a lot to the uh, attending. Mm. Yeah, okay. maybe she's just so. a brown noser. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Go but ahead. she also acted like she didn't really know much either. And she oh, put the true. didn't she put the the what, the pulse ox on your own finger or what would yeah. you what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> pulse ox on the finger. All right. Well, what why don't you reveal what I wrote on your paper? Um, and she got the sodium level from the pulse ox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So um, I. You didn't say directly, but um, but I think that you implied that I was a medical student. He says mm. he does have a reputation for playing students who don't speak up when they see problems. So mm. I assumed I was a medical student. Right, and yeah, you're you're only you you were going to avoid at all costs the you wanted to avoid at all costs your attending's attention. Oh, that was oh, that, that, that was the mix up. That was the mix up. Was that the mix up? Because that, that was, was the mix up. Why is that what you had? <laughs> oh, you exactly the avoidant. I have. I knew there was something. Yeah, else. I was so, like, what is up with yeah. this dude? <laughs> I, was, I don't know what's going on. Wait, it was so vague. But I and, think, uh, yeah, I'm not very good at my job. I feel like mine was wrong too because yeah, mine was that. described like a patient. Yeah, you might have been. You might have been. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I didn't have the accents because I can't do any accent. Oh, yeah, I, a... I can't. Yeah. 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 Either. So I was I actually really I glad I got you... to bounce around. I, so I was really, super as I was bunched. preparing, as I was preparing for the show today, I was super rushed. As usual, <laughs> the attending is the only one that had anything right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I meant by this whole thing. But what was what was written on your? Yeah, so mine it was you will do anything to escape the attending's notice or answer his questions because you know nothing about medicine. <laughs> so I was like, as a, as a patient, yeah, I know nothing. But why would I escape him? Yes, I am the patient. I know nothing about medicine. Oh my god! Okay, so I clearly botched oh, that. Yeah. I, I, think it was, I think it was funny. Made for a great soap opera. You know, if if I had a staff, that would probably be ideal. If anybody wants to be an intern, anybody wants to be a staff, my staff, and not get paid. Then uh, best gig ever. Job applications are open. I miss Corey the intern. Come back, Corey. Come back. (laughs) All right, that's our show. Thank you, Johnny, Arisa, Casey, Mark, for putting up with my my uh, mediocrity. (laughs) You know what? Here's the thing. I'm not going to admit to incompetence. I am mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) I see it as artistic genius. So don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you for thank you. This is all calculated. <laughs> thank you so much for taking time to be on today's show, Johnny. What did you think of your first show? <laughs> Entertaining, enlightening. All right, I can't really. Uh, those more. are the right words. Uh, thank you, listeners, for making <laughs> us a part of your week. Are there things that you could? Are there other things that you could do with your time? No, not any good ones. But we're glad you chose us. Uh, if you like what you heard today, consider sharing us with your colleagues. If you have a suggestion for something we could uh, talk about, send it to the shortcodes at gmail.com or leave, leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. Please leave us a five-star review somewhere, like on iTunes. I might even pick a four-star review. I'm not going to be picky. Um, the show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Argo Fox. Talk to you in one week. <laughs>